Episode 22 of the In Conversation podcast brings you the thoughts of Robin Goldsborough. Robin is a transformational coach that helps his clients develop unwavering confidence and fearlessness so they can perform at their best in all areas of life, including their business. Robin is both captivating and inspiring. Having had a conversation with him recently, I knew he'd be a perfect man for this podcast, so I know you guys are going to enjoy this episode. Have a listen, enjoy, and let us know what you think. Robin, thank you very much for joining me in the In Conversation podcast. It's probably another first on In Conversation. We've had a few in the last few weeks in that um, you're not actually someone involved in, in marketing or, or branding in, in any way, I guess, um, which most of my guests have been, but I think it's going to be an awesome chat today. And I'm, I'm super excited to talk to you. For the listeners, a bit of context, me and Robin actually we had a chat on Monday. And we spoke for probably nearly an hour, just nerding out. Um, and at the end of it, I just said, you know, I've got to have you on the podcast. So, Robin, thank you very much for, for coming on today. Thank you for uh, inviting me, Sam. I'm, uh, I'm really excited. <laughs> awesome. Really, really fun. <laughs> so, for any listeners that have been listening over the last couple of weeks, you'll know that I've started these by asking what a typical day is like for my guests. But I actually put up a post on LinkedIn and Facebook the other day asking for some questions that you'd like to ask your favorite entrepreneurs. Bill Clark, a shout out to Bill, came up with a, an amazing question that I'd like to ask you today, Robin, which is what would your 12 year old self be happy and sad about if they met you now? Wow. Okay. Right. That's a fab question. Um, right. Um, happy. Um, I think that they would be happy about all the baggage and crap that was in the basement that I probably had when I was 12 and growing up, that <laughs> I no longer have because I've done the work to get rid of it. Um, I'm feeling much um, happier in myself and who I am. Um, what, what would they be sad about? Um, I think they might be sad that there's no such thing as a time machine at which point I could have gone back in time and told my previous 12 year old self what it needs to know that would have created a different future earlier. That's awesome. And yeah, I like that. That leads quite nicely on actually, because when we were talking on Monday, you explained to me a bit about uh, your journey and how you got into transformational coaching, which is what you're doing now. You're obviously, much more fulfilled now than you were in your or previous role yeah can you just give the listeners a bit of context about how sort of your journey the transition you made where you were where you are now and how given that you, you're sort of you've got a lot more fulfillment now in what you're doing on a day-to-day basis how can other coaches entrepreneurs or business owners find that fulfillment on a day-to-day basis okay so um a little bit about my journey then some context i guess so um i shared with you the other day that i didn't do too great school um it wasn't that i felt particularly stupid or anything like that on the inside but the comparisons that i was making to other individuals on the outside um started to give rise to that sort of feeling within it was kind of like became a label because i didn't score as well that meant something about me uh and i and i shared you my funny story i think about the uh you know, the right angle and left angle sort of thing as well and the, yeah. and the labels I got from a teacher for that 
Um, so I guess um, I, I, I was carrying some baggage at that point, um, but I had a lot of self-development. I read a lot. I went to college and I got different sort of learnings and things like that. And then it opened my eyes, different ways of seeing the world. Uh, and as my career progressed, um, I just did more and more myself and then started to share what I know with other people. And it got to a point where I was doing coaching with people part time and then an opportunity came up and I said, hey, do you know what? I want to do this full time because some of the things that I was striving for um, were no longer that important. So the way that I think about it is I'd spent a lot of my career sort of like trying to climb a ladder because I felt it, it meant something about who I was because of the um, the job that I had, the job title, the money that I earned and all that sorts of things. Um, and I'd spent all the time working on that, but I'd realized over time that I'd been climbing um, the wrong ladder, uh, as it were, the, uh, climbing a ladder that was leaned against the wrong wall, for want of a better way. Mm. So what, I've, what I guess I've come to realize myself is that the money that I earn, the job title that I have, and the stuff that I own, they, they don't define who I am as an individual. That's just stuff. And I guess that the big learning for me, and I guess for, for some of the listeners and, and some of the other coaches maybe that might be listening, it was, you know, every, every time we, we're all searching for uh, an emotional feeling, anything that you're striving for, money, fame, um, a car, whatever that is, on the other side of that is always this emotional response. So people are always wanting to feel a certain way. They're just doing something that they think will create that feeling within them. And when you actually spend some time really looking deep on this stuff, you, you can realize that all your feelings are preceded by thoughts. So it's the thoughts about the stuff and the things that create the meaning within you. And that's where I realized it's just thought. And the, you can think about whatever you want, really. You can, you know, it's very malleable. You know, you can create amazing stuff out of thought. You can create really damaging stuff out of thought. So if you work on that thought and realize it's just a thought, you, know, you can change your entire life without doing anything. Yeah, yeah, that's super yeah. powerful. Man. Yeah, and I think, yeah, it's really relevant because a lot of people, particularly in, in the coaching or, or entrepreneurship space, have this idea that they're working. Maybe they've got into coaching or entrepreneurship because they don't want to do the typical maybe nine to five route or they want to create something for themselves but i think a lot of the focus even when people are in that is actually on uh, creating something so that they can be happy or so that it can be fulfilled and they have that approach of yeah i'll be happy when i've done xyz or i'll feel fulfilled once i've done this so i think that idea of changing your mindset to actually enjoying the process on on a day-to-day -day basis is is huge um and yeah i yeah. think are we just going to make just 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 offer a bit of a distinction there the way that i see this is that i'm not saying being an entrepreneur or creating some things um or striving and having goals is a bad thing it's, mm -hmm. it's not i think those things are really powerful to kind of create the life experience that you want i guess what i'm trying to um draw a distinction to is that who you are and the meaning of you has got nothing to do with whether or not you do or don't succeed you know that if you if you think you will feel better or be better on the other side of that 
that's misguided thinking. And it's, it's almost like, it, you, you could think of it maybe as like um, an, an authentic goal. You know, you believe it's gonna create something for you when it's not necessary. But if it's an authentic desire, you realize that whether or not you create this thing, whether or not you don't create this thing, whether or not you get 50 or 100, doesn't mean anything about you, but you wanna bring it into being because it feels an authentic thing that should be created. Then that is a sort of goal that I would encourage people to set. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, how would you recommend people sort of go about setting those goals, if that makes sense? You know, it's it's very easy to pick a goal of, of a, a numerical thing like, yeah, I want to make um, £100 or £100,000. How do you sort of go about setting that goal when there's not sort of a, a clear measure you can attach to it, if you like? Okay. Um, so there's a couple of um, questions that I sort of ask my uh, clients around this, which the first one is, if, if everybody got paid the same, no matter what you did, what you created, what would you want to create? So I asked them that sort of question. And then the other question I might ask is, if, if whether or not you succeeded or failed, it didn't mean anything about you, what would you want to do? What would you want to create? Yeah, yeah. That's super so, powerful. And I think, yeah, as you said, that's totally fine if that's, if that's also in line with maybe a, a monetary or um, a certain lifestyle goal that you want to achieve. I think the, the sort of ideal world is where those two things sort of align with each other and you can do something that, that contributes to both. So I don't think, I think the message is that it's necessarily wrong to have um, numerical goals or, or whatever it is, but that there's also this other side that's, maybe more important or, or makes for a much more fulfilling process when you've considered it as well. Yeah. yeah. And just, just to build on what, what you're sort of like sharing there is, is, is a check whether or not um, you're moving towards something or away from something. And this is something that I always check with my clients as well. So if people have a monetary goal, uh, which, which is fine, what, what I'm checking with them is, are they actually moving away from the sphere of poverty? Or are they moving towards a feeling of abundance? And how they um, yeah, create that representation on the inside is really important for them. Because if they're trying to move away from poverty, then they'll never have enough money. You know, they'll always be wanting to be, uh, have more, do more, and things like that. So yeah. I think that's, that's, that's a challenge. Um, that I, I help my clients overcome. Yeah, that's awesome. That sort of leads quite nicely on because whilst we do slightly different things, we both come from, from an approach of sorting out your mindset and your identity first and having that, that approach of um, not trying to avoid things but actually trying to reach certain things is, is awesome. We spoke the other day actually about the idea of creating an identity for yourself and then almost filling it in through your actions which mm. i think is is a nice way to pursue that because then you're not trying to get away from something you're moving yeah. towards something um so yeah that's that's awesome and do you yeah. think on, on that point i just i think for, for me is it, getting in touch helping people get in touch with what's deeply important to them some from a values perspective yeah. you know and then encouraging them 
to look at how they can live their values every single day through everything that they do. So this is what we talked about, the infinite game. Um, if you're living your values every single day, no matter what they are, and you're very clear about the behaviours which demonstrate your values, um, that's something that you do all the time. And, and doing that you know, consistently is success. You know, that's the message that you want to give to the world, and that's the story that you're wanting to tell people. Yeah, uh, and I and I think that's super powerful. Yeah, definitely. I think I think maybe people are are maybe they don't sort of pursue that and don't follow their values as much because they feel like they have to act a certain way in order to grow their business or um, convince new clients or whatever to work with them. But actually, when you do align yourself with your values and actually and just act on them on a daily basis i think you'll find that everything else falls into place you know you'll be working with um the people that you want to work with and you, you'll find it much more exciting and, and yeah fulfilling i mean we didn't connect through through any sort of artificial means you know we literally just were two guys with, with similar values similar interests and sort of opportunity for us to hop on hop on a podcast and chat today is just fell into place if you like you know it's it's very natural and, and unforced so did and i think this is a this is a simon sinek um this sort of idea which i really love um which is you know when, when it comes to things like sales and connecting with people you know the, the idea isn't to look for people that want to um buy what you're selling is your, your objective as an entrepreneur or somebody you know that's trying to you know has to make a living for things is is to connect with people that believe what you believe mm. and connect with them and you meet on the values levels you know then that's going to make it much easier to do business yeah yeah it almost comes seconds to to connecting on the personal level so yeah people always people always buy people yeah ultimately unless it's a real commodity sort of products at which point you know it's just about price and it's just a complete race to the bottom you know people will buy people it's about what it it's what it says about themselves yeah you know, what makes them feel about it yeah you know, how you can create that experience within people the, you know the, the more the more impact you're going to have with others as well and likely the more you're going to charge yeah how do you think so i think this is, this is translates quite nicely and quite clearly into things like life coaching and development coaching and that sort of thing for the things that maybe don't on the surface of it require as much personal connection like let's say uh, a personal trainer fitness trainer or a marketing consultant how do you think they can sort of implement this if that makes sense um <clears throat> In a, in a sort of in a more businessy for want of a better word setting i think it's it maybe becomes a lot less clear so I would, yeah so I, I i would say asking you the client questions about what's on the other side of yeah. this thing for them and then you know believing in them showing up you know with your best self and helping them create not just what they think is going to get it but what was actually on the what's the other thing on the other side that they actually want as well you know it's the goal behind the goal you know yeah. the customers come in with a belief that um 
if if I buy this protein shake or if I go to the gym regular, you know, I'll have a great body. Okay, when you've got a great body, what will I get you? Yeah. And then that's the goal behind the goal. So not just supporting them on that, but helping them connect with what's beyond that and helping them achieve that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It gives you a sort of, it gives you another sort of secondary mission, if you like. I don't want to say secondary. That makes it seem like it's not as important, but a mission outside of of sales or, or whatever it is. I actually spoke to... I'm sure he won't mind me saying Luke Whelan. He's a, he works in PR, but when I was speaking to him yesterday, he was explaining that he doesn't, he's not that fussed about just making a ton of money from PR. He wants to work with brands that he can get behind and um, yeah. people that are actually forward thinking and um, contributing to, to a better society, if you like. So for people listening, if you think this doesn't translate into your industry it, it really does it translates even into things like pr which you might not think it does so yeah it really does apply to everything so well, that, and it, it is and it's, it's the story you want to tell yourself about yourself through your actions and your behaviors you know and what you connect to and what's deeply important you, know, you come right back to your value systems you know i'm not money orientated you know i think you say it was luke you yeah. know yeah, so Luke's not money orientated. That you know, you need some money to be able to do stuff. That's the reality of how our economics and the things work. But beyond that, the money doesn't define you. You know, what you do, are you interested? Does it make you happy? Does it stretch your mind? You know, are you making a positive contribution to the world? You know, that's you know, ultimately that makes you feel good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, Robin, it's it's been awesome chatting to you over the last 15, 20 minutes or so, we could talk for hours, as, as I think we showed on Monday. Um, I do like to, to keep these short and sweet. So if you're up for it, I think I'll put you under the pressure of the quick fire round. All right, okay. Yeah, go for it. Cool. Right. So answers as quick as possible. Um, sure. Yeah. Early starts or late nights? Early. Start. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Books or podcasts? All books. Favourite book? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's an impossible one. There's just too many to choose from. You'd have to give me more specifics. <laughs> okay. Uh, your favourite hobby? Um, being outside in nature and adventuring. Nice. An unexpected fact about yourself? Um, I broke my neck when I was 18 years old in a rock climbing accident. Wow. And lastly, sum yourself up in three words. Um, expansive, tenacious, adventurous. Robin, that's awesome. Thank you very much. Um, where's the best place for, for people to check you out if they want to see more of your stuff? Um, so people could connect with me uh, on LinkedIn. Um, which I, I try to put a nice on my website as well, which is level7.org, which is S E V E N.org. Um, awesome. So um, go check it out there. I've got some free stuff and other thoughts and other amazing things. Yeah, I'll, I'll link those down below. Guys, I really do recommend you check out Robin. I've spoken to him for probably about an hour over the last couple of days, and he's, he's just an incredible guy to speak to. So do check him out. Robin, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Sam, thank you. I've uh, I've had so much fun. Thank you very much.
uh, inviting me. Cheers now. Pleasure. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of In Conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, I'd appreciate it massively if you could leave a review on your podcast provider or even just shoot me a message. Let me know your thoughts. It'd be great to hear from you. Thank you, and I'll see you next week.